Welcome to Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Ginspired, Heather E. Wilson. Hello and welcome to Ginspired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper lace spirit called gin. And on today's episode, I'm here on location with my guest, Steve Murphy, co-owner of Slaymaker and Nichols Gastropub, located right here in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Canada. Welcome, Steve. I'm super, super excited to learn all about the art of cocktail creation. Yeah, hello. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you invited me on today. So as we start all episodes, let's start by sharing what we're drinking. And today's a little different because I have no idea what I'm going to be drinking. Steve has actually created a couple cocktails for us. So Steve, what are we actually drinking today? We've started a new line of cocktails on our menus. These are just about to go live. You're going to see these before anybody else does. Very exciting. So the big trend right now, you hear it not only in store, but you hear it in liquor stores and you hear people talk about no sugar cocktails. So how do you get, you know, what our philosophy is, lots of flavor, lots of layering of different textures and flavors. How do you do that when you can't add any sugar? So we've developed two here out of uh, total five that we have going on. So I've got two here today for us to test out and they're done with zero sugar added. We use a non-sugar syrup. So we've used those, you know, those type of sugars, uh, syrups you put in your coffee, you know, oh, okay. hammer, it's like an almond or vanilla or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They have many flavors. They have a million different flavors, fruits and cotton candies and all sort of things. So, but there's no actual sugar in them. Just make it as a sweetener. So these are a zero sugar and the low carb drinks that are kind of trendy right now. So they're all done in the spirit of seltzers. Ooh, so, yummy. So Sounds the first great. one I got for you, this one's called Peach Me, I Must Be Dreaming. <laughs> so it's obviously got gin. We used local gin for this one here. Nova Scotia Spirits Company. Mmm, that is peachy. <laughs> it very is very good. peachy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's wonderful. It's got a little bit of cardamom in there to freshen up the cardamom bitter. And then we use a little bit of orange bitters, but just to give it a little balance of the sweetness a little, uh, against with the bitter. So, mm-hmm. but and a little bit of lime and, and that's wow. you know, ready to go. Wow. And it doesn't hide the gin, which is a little peachy, but it takes a little bit away from the gin, but we are trying to make the gin stand out as much as you can in, exactly. a, in a seltzer. That's the whole point. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what are you drinking? This one's called raspberry you pick, which is a big mm. thing to do here on the island. So this one we use is a little different. I created, I use a raspberry sugar-free syrup, mm-hmm. but I also use, we make a ginger water. So normally you would infuse a syrup to add to a cocktail to, to reduce the booziness of it or whatever, to take away the harshness. Instead of doing that with sugar is really challenged our thought process. So we did it with just a water infusion of ginger. So I've taken a, a hunk of ginger and a couple of cups of water and I boil it down to reduce it down to get, intensify the flavor. So with the raspberry sweetness, we do offset it with this one with a little bit of ginger water and gin and soda. Ooh, totally that different. is very, completely fresh. Different. Yeah. very, very fresh, very light. So now that we've got our drinks here to help us out, Let's talk about how Slaymaker and Nichols Gastro House came to be. And I know there's an amazing history behind it. And I know we could probably do an entire three episodes on the history. But let's talk about how you got the name and where this really unique inspiration came from. You're right. This could be its own Netflix miniseries. It could go on forever and ever. But the short answer to this to that question is in 1864, the founding fathers were meeting here about a block and a half away. And just to form our country and bring us together as a country, the meeting was not going very well. Mm. Uh, I think Ontario wasn't even invited, but everyone came down to have the meeting. So you can imagine the pontificating that happened. At the same time, there was a circus on this lot. It was this house here. It was one house east of us and two houses south of us. And they created an empty rectangle. These houses weren't here at the time. It was just an empty lot. 
imagine 1864, big white tent circus rolls into town. It draws a lot of attention. It took attention away from the meeting. So the founding fathers were struggling with their meetings. They heard about this party going on down the street. So they decided to take a break and come down to this location. It's right here on this lot right here. And they got drunk for two days. That's so Canadian. <laughs> it is, isn't it very? So the time they spent here drinking, they taught, pontificated and they stood up and they soapboxed and they made their points across, but they actually bonded. So by the time they got back to meeting again, they agreed to put aside all their differences and form a country. And the reason they signed it here in Charlottetown was suggested to be because of the time they had on this lot and they wanted to come back to Charlottetown. So the name of the circus was called Slaymaker and Nichols Olympic Circus. The circus was horrible. It didn't make any money. It was one of its kind is that mm. Slaymaker and Nichols came together for this one time and it didn't go very well, but it helped bring our country together. Well, there you go. Purpose for everything. So since it all started with the founding fathers drinking here and we are here drinking here today, and I know for a fact from personal experience that you have some of the most creative and tasty gin cocktails on Prince Edward Island, which I absolutely love. So let's talk about the whole, everything about cocktail creation, because, you know, you have a philosophy process and approach. Where do you get all your creative inspiration, all that good, juicy stuff? Everything we do is based on flavor. So I spent some time in the kitchen with our other restaurant, Blue Muscle Cafe with Jamie. That was when we were first getting going. I knew nothing about kitchens and he was teaching me as much as I was just getting in his way. And he's really big on flavor and he's really big at at mixing flavors together and complementing flavors and adding one more flavor. So just when you think the recipe is perfect and done, he adds in at least one more element and it makes it just something that's completely unique. So I think that's how it started. So I think that we just, without even thinking or knowing that was going on, that's what happened. And then we kind of took a team approach. So we knew we wanted a bunch of cocktails before we opened in 2019 for the first time. We hear I had some ideas on paper, but when they're on paper, they don't always translate well in a glass. Right, right exactly. So we sat down as a there's a bunch of us and had our head bartender Donnie and and I and we just started putting them together. And then the more we started building them, we realized that we really wanted gin. And I think everybody else was kind of has a vodka stance. Everyone starts with vodka, and they I kind do. of get it. Uh. Yeah, and I kind of get it because it's so. Bland? If that's, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't exactly. have its own personality. Exactly. It just kind of hides in the background. And you know us, you know, yeah. look at my shirt I'm wearing here today. We, <laughs> yeah. we don't hide in the background. No, ever, not so. at all. So with, as we were going through our process, we picked it. That's why gin became so heavy on our menus. It just mm-hmm. had that one more element, one more layer of flavor that we always like. And then it was a lot of trial and error. It was a very long day of that. And it's a very much a team approach. So usually I come and find our holes in our menu that I think I want to change. I start with a couple of ideas. I bring it downstairs to Donnie and then Donnie and I kick it around and we know we got it right when we bring it in the kitchen and we let Jamie have a, a taste of it as too. Then if he likes it, we know he got <laughs> something go. as well. Awesome. And I love the fact that you guys don't rely on necessarily traditional cocktail recipes. You always make your own, you know, for your menu. And yes, I'm sure if somebody came in and ordered a Negroni, you'd make it for them. But I love that your menu is completely unique, which you don't find very often. And you're right. We're a gastro pub here in town. We're also in the end. So it's called a gastro house and everything on our food menu is different. Nothing has been done before. Everything tries to be completely different and take a regular idea and turn it into our own. Sometimes they're hits. Most of the times they're hits. Sometimes they're misses. So that's the same philosophy we use with cocktails. And, you know, we have Mm -hmm. a huge cocktail selection and so far we're getting great results. Okay. So how can the home bartender use your approach or at least a version of your approach to create unique cocktails at home that are? I would say usually when you're doing a cocktail, 
you're usually doing it for somebody else. Yes, you want to drink it yourself. You're having people over. You want to experiment. You want to try something and show something off and try something unique. So that's usually how it starts in a social setting. So my take on it is, is start with a classic. Start with an old-fashioned base. Start with something, just a gin martini. Try something, a dry gin. Get a good tank array. Do a nice dry vermouth. Start that way. Mm-hmm. But then I would add in subtle flavors to make it your own. But the biggest thing you have to do when you're starting that Every time you add something, you have to add the opposite. So you can't have too much sweetener. You have to balance it with an acid or a base. So, right. so that's the big thing. The misconception is when you're adding at home, you have to understand what you're adding and how it has to be counterbalanced. So the big thing we always joke about is if you can taste the lime, it's too much lime. Or you taste the lemon, it's too much lemon. So you want to add just enough on either side of it to be really your alcohol is your star. If you're using vodka, you can do whatever you want to it, right? If you keep balance in mind, I think you're going to do great. And that's exactly, you know, what I do when I've been approaching my, my gin cookbook recipes too. It, it's not just about the gin though. It's definitely about the gin. The gin augments the flavors in the recipes. And there's so many layers and layers and layers that you just don't realize how amazing gin can be one in a cocktail, but two in food too. So a lot of people cook with wine and and beer and that's me. Sure. That's been done. And you can see that the flavoring on wine doesn't come out as strong as it does with the gin beer, maybe depending on what beer you use, if you know, heavy IPA versus light beer. But gin adds that wow factor. When somebody's eating it, they go, that's very different than the way I do it at home. If you want to really wow somebody, gin's a great way to go. Exactly. That's my philosophy for sure. I always ask my guests this last question, and I did warn you about this one, so I'm sure you got a good story for us. So what's a fun gin story that you can leave us with today? I do have one. Uh, but I'm not necessarily going to say it's about myself. I have a friend. Let's call him Dave. So Dave is traveling for work. He's in a corporate guy. And Dave's like the life of every party. Anytime Dave walks in a room and people go, oh, thank God. Good Dave's here. It's going to be a good conversation. We're going to have a few laughs. We call him Fun Bobby. So, so let's say <laughs> Dave, is fun, Dave Bobby? is fun Bobby. That's his nickname. <laughs> so this is if you, if you believe my story, this is okay, where it's going. So right. Dave's traveling for work. He doesn't travel very often. He's got a wife and two kids at home. And this is his one night that he kind of gets to let loose a little bit and have a few drinks. So he's at this corporate event and it's with all his bosses and superiors in the US with his head office. This is his chance to really make a name for himself. You know what I mean? Further his career. Dave doesn't realize how much he likes gin. At the <laughs> event, they have they have a gin martini that they have on special. Ooh. And it's sort of their version of a gin martini. And they've kind of done a little bit different with it. So Dave starts, this is as Dave's first foray into gin and starts Uh-oh. to really, starts to really, really like it. So Dave might've been a little nervous and might've consumed a little too many martinis <laughs> too fast. So then <laughs> as the event starts to wind, starts to get going, there's some music and people started getting out of their chairs and socializing and mingling a little bit. The more gin flows and people start to dance. And the more the gin flows, the more the people dance. It was a typical corporate event. So at the front of the room is a DJ, but it's just, it's not on stage. It's not with big lights. It's just a guy in a corner with his, you know, his, he's got all his computer equipment, laptop, a couple right, of records, exactly. you know, scratching yeah. records, but he's just, but a very simple. Laser light show. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> just a very simple corporate guy in a corner, but he has all this, he must've had $5,000 of equipment on his table and he's in the front of the room. And the table had this tablecloth on it. So Dave starts to go into his old breakdancing moves. So it starts with one of these things where you interlock your fingers in front of your chest and you raise your elbows up and alternating. That's like the wave or the worm or something. Well, the worm came next. Worms on the ground. (laughs) It started with the wave. And then Dave escalated another martini later. He's into worm on the ground. And everyone, lots of attention. And Fun Bobby's getting a lot of attention for this. And he's working out really well. 
So Dave decides he's going to kick it up a notch about 45 minutes later. And he's going to do one of those things where you go down on the, on your, and you spin on your back and you hold your knees to your chest. and you Oh, sort of like, Dave. Dave's a tall guy, a little lanky, a little bit like Gumby, if you picture that. <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe not as flexible as Gumby, but a little bit like Gumby. Mm. And Dave goes down to do the spin around and he starts off really fantastic. But what happens, he's got really big feet and his feet go underneath the DJ table, get caught up in the tablecloth. And in one motion, he rips like a magician. He rips the whole tablecloth off, but all the equipment went with it. The whole sound system went down and all the music went dead while Dave was tangled up in this white cloth under the table. Needless to say, Dave was very embarrassed by the time it was done, but nonetheless, Dave lived on. (laughs) Well, that's a pretty, pretty true incident right there. That, that. Yeah, it's Jin's fault, by the way. Oh, not Dave. of course. <laughs> yeah, not, the, not Dave. It's not never, Dave. never, it's Dave. never, you know, no, I can totally picture that the way you described it. I can completely see that in my head happening. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you for that. Is there anything else you want to share about Slaymakers, about cocktail creation, anything at all before we finish off? Yeah, I think, you know, we've just come through the end of a pandemic. This is like we're really on the outs here. And in PEI, we're at the point where we seem to be a little further ahead than most places in the world. We, we, we are not wearing masks right now and we're getting back to normal very quickly. And there's lots of going on, but it was a tough ride for a long time. And if you get a chance to go out, you really want to go out and support your staff. We have staff here that, have, you know, you think you had it rough at home. Some of the staff had a really hard time getting through COVID. Some the mental issues, some financial issues, but they're through it on the other end and they're pretty excited to see everybody again. So hopefully uh, when you get a chance to come out, come out and say hi to the staff. Absolutely. And you're very correct that on PEI, we, we seem to weather things yeah. a little bit better than a lot of places in the world. And every, every, every day through the whole pandemic to today, I would say, thank God I live on PEI. <laughs> I'm so grateful and so blessed to live here. So, And to have you guys here because this is an amazing place to eat and drink and hang out. And I love just sitting at the bar and it's like awesome. So thank you very much. Great. Thank you. Okay. And there you have it. Everything you ever wanted to know about creating your own cocktails in a super awesome place, Slaymakers and Nichols Gastro House. Be sure to come by next time you are in Charlottetown. And thank you so much, Steve, for having me and for the yummy cocktails. And thank you for listening. You know, be sure to check out the show notes for links and the ginshop.ca for all your gin-tastic clothing and gin novelty needs. And until next time, remember, smile. There's Jin. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ginspire, brought to you by theginshop.ca. If we've ginspired you, drop us a note, heather at theginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your ginspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be gin. <laughs>